Well, are you excited about the Word? Amen. It's good to be in a church where people are excited about God. People who are on fire for God. You know, one of the things I got saved so many years ago that the fire doesn't go out. It only gets greater and brighter, more intense. And you ought to just give yourselves a hand for being here tonight. Give yourselves a hand. You know, you, you know one of my confessions is this. I want to be at the right place, at the right time, doing the right thing, getting the right results for the glory of God. Somebody shout amen. I'm in the right place, glory to God. So I'm going to try to give you what your pastor has given me to give you. Title of this message is, Jesus is coming. Say it with me. Jesus is coming. Now, when you know he's coming, what do you do? Just say, I'm going to be prepared. I'm going to be ready. I'm going to have my eyes on the prize. So many people's eyes are not on the prize. Their eyes are on things. What things are they on? Just say the temporary. Temporary things. The Bible says, while we look not at the things that are seen, but the things that are what? Not seen. For the things that are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are what? Say eternal. Amen. And so as we are worshiping the Lord tonight, and we're getting ready to have a candlelight service, one of the things so important is that you understand. Don't just go to church to just be there, but just learn something. Remember something. The Bible says, thy word, O Lord, have I what? Hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. God wants a people that's knowledgeable, that understands the future. In other words, people that are in darkness don't know what's coming. That's why they're living lives that are in the gutter, living lives that are in trouble, living lives that are full of mockery and scandalous things. But say, not I. <laughs> I'm living for the Lord. Amen? The, just say, the best is yet to come. So when Jesus is coming, the Bible declares that he came in the past. He's coming in the present, and he's coming in the future. Just say, I'm ready. See, you have to live ready. If you don't live ready, you're not living a full and complete life. Jesus came to give us life and to give it to us how? More abundantly. It would have been fine if he said just abundantly, but the Bible says more abundantly. How many of you experienced the abundant life? I see a few hands, few hands. Amen. Just raise your hand by faith if you're not experiencing the abundance. Just say, I claim it in Jesus' name. Okay, so what happened? The children of Israel thought when Jesus showed up that he was coming to return, give them military power in the kingdom, just as King David did. But that was not the case. He came to seek and to save those which was, which was lost and to so that they would repent. Just say, repent of their sins so that they could have a right to the tree of life. How many of you have partaken of the goodness of God? I have. And it's getting better and better. In fact, the Bible says, oh, taste and see 
that the Lord is good, blessed is the man, blessed is the woman that trusts in him. Are you trusting God? Shout hallelujah. Shout glory. <laughs> it's good to know the Lord is on our side. No matter, many of you are facing a lot of different things. If we were to write down all the things that we're going through, it was like, wow, you're going through that? You're going through what kind of disease, what kind of doctor's report, what kind of illness, what kind of sickness, what kind of uh, economic crisis? But said, nevertheless, just say, nevertheless, I am victorious. Nevertheless, I'm more than a conqueror. See, God is going to turn your situation around. Why? Because you're trusting him. Good scripture for you to remember, memorize is Nahum 1-7. The scripture says, the Lord is good. Say it with me. Say, the Lord is good. Let me say it again. Say, the Lord is good. He's a stronghold. Say it again. Say, a stronghold in the day of trouble. And he knows, he knows that Gary, no, you're, there you go, say your name, is trusting him, amen? Nahum 1-7, it's a bold declaration because when you, the reason why I had you say that is because when you say it, angels are listening, angels are hearkening, angels are now on assignment to turn things around because the Bible says angels hearken to the voice of believers, that those that are heirs of salvation. Just say, I'm an heir of salvation. Why am I an heir of salvation? Because my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I got a few amens. If you don't know if your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, we're going to pray that it, write it down. When you show up, God is saying, I know you. I purchased you with blood. So Jesus died and he, he, he rose again. And we know he's coming back because the Bible says so. He's coming back on the clouds. And every eye shall see him. That's why you're here, because you know the secret. The Bible says the secret of the Lord is with those that fear him. Say it with me. Say the secret of the Lord is with those that fear him, that he may show them his covenant. How many of you see the covenant? See, what we're doing tonight is we're declaring the will. We know Jesus died, right? And when he died, he left the will. And that's what we are declaring. That's what your pastor teaches you, how to invoke the will and the word of Almighty God. The Bible says all the promises of God are yes and amen for the glory of God. Say it with me. All the promises, all the promises of God is yes and amen for the glory of God. Are you being helped? Are you being energized? See, when you go, when you go, I, I, I rented a Tesla, okay? But gas was only like $2.70. But the Tesla ran out of battery pretty quickly, all right? 
And the point is, is that without it being charged fully, I, could, I was limited on how far I could go. God wants you unlimitless. He wants you endowed with power to do great things. How many of you are excited about doing great things? We're coming into a new year, and as you come into a new year, we know that the Lord is coming. We have to understand that when Jesus died, he died on the cross for us. He shed his blood. Don't forget what he's done for you. He shed his blood. When somebody sheds their blood for you, that means you're pretty valuable. You're pretty priceless. Do you understand that? When you have something that was given to you with, with the cost, what was the cost paid? Just say it was the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood. Don't take it for granted when you're claiming healing, when you're claiming your peace, when you're claiming your joy, when you're claiming your victory. It was purchased with blood. And that is what testifies in your behalf. For all the young people in here, raise your hands. For all the young people, anyone below 50, raise your hand. Just thank God for your parents. Thank God for, your, for those that have brought you to church. My mom and dad would bring me to church. I don't want to go to church. I'm not going to church. But guess who's in church? Me. I don't know about the rest of my brothers and sisters, but I'm in church, glory to God. In fact, they left me at church one time when I got my first confirmation. That's for those Catholic people who know about confirmation. They left me at church like seven, <laughs> and I had to walk home. It was about 8 o'clock at night. But that, just, that was just a sign to say, will Gary continue to take up his cross and follow Jesus? I have. God has got a special call on each and every one of your lives. And that's why Jesus is coming. He's the present God. The Bible says he's Shama. He's Shama. That means he's Jehovah Shama. Just say Jehovah Shama. That means he's present. And guess what? Whatever you're going through, he's right there with you. In fact, the Bible says he goes before you. He goes before you. Now, a lot of you are staying up at night. You're wondering, you're worried, you're concerned. When am I going to get this? When am I going to get that? When am I going to get this breakthrough? When are things going to turn around? Just say he's present. He's present. In fact, just say this with me. Isaiah 41.10 says this. It says, fear not. Fear not. Fear not. You might have to say that 20 times before you say, oh, I got it. Fear not. Now, this is... This is the word, if Jesus were to come down, he would say, fear not. Look at your neighbor and say, fear not. Look at your other neighbor and say, fear not. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. God is here. He's present. He's present. He's going to work things out for your good. Trust in God. Now, the Bible says God so loved the world that he what? gave his only begotten son, that if you would believe in him, you would not, what, perish, but have everlasting life. God is so good, he gave his what? His life. He gave his, now, see, when you receive it, now, you can't 
receive a gift unless someone has given it. He gave it. So you receive it. And when you receive it, you have to know the value of what you have. That's why the enemy is working so, so very hard. He says, keep them away from church. Don't let them go to New Heart Church because if they go to New Heart Foursquare Church, they're going to get the gospel. And the gospel is going to change them from the inside out. In fact, the Bible says in John 15, 3, it says, now, just say it with me, say, now are you clean by the words I've spoken to you. Every time your pastor's preaching the word, your pastors are preaching, that's the gospel. It cleanses you from the inside out. John 17, 17 says this, sanctify them with thy truth. Thy word is truth. When you're hiding the word in your heart, things are changing you. God gives you life. He gives it to you more abundantly. He gives you good and perfect gifts. If you keep your mind stayed on him, he gives you the desires of your heart. He gives you new mercies every morning. He gives you life abundantly. He gives you things that God has planned for you before the foundation of the world. You have to claim it. Just say this with me. Say, I'm an emphatic believer. I believe the Word of God. I know the Word will not return unto me void. All right, I got a few more minutes. Are you excited? <laughs> say, go, Pastor Gary. <laughs> Hurry up. Got to get to my turkey or whatever you're cooking at home. <laughs> but God has got great things for you. You know, whatever it is that you are believing God for, God says, I'm a giver of good gifts. Giver of good gifts. Amen? All right. The Bible says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. One of the things that's so very important that you can articulate if someone were to ask you, am I going to heaven? You should be able to, as the Bible says, line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little and there a little. You should know, why am I saved? Is my name written in heaven? Just say, yes, it is. The Bible says, the Lord shall be your confidence. How many of you are confident? Let me see your hands. How many of you are confident that if you were to die today, I would be in the presence of Almighty God? Why do I say that? Based on John 3.16, based on John 10.10, based on John 14.6, based on Romans 10.9 and 10, based on 1 John 5, 11, 12, and 13, these things are written that you might know that you have eternal life. Just say, I know that I know that I know that I'm saved. See, John 3, 3 says, except you are born again. Just shout hallelujah, I'm born again. I'm born again. You cannot see the kingdom of God. Except you're born of water and spirit, you can't enter in. That's why we see what others do not see. 
We hear what others do not hear. Why? Just say, because I'm born again. Just say it, I'm born again. Amen. When you're born again, you live confidently. You don't stagger at the promises of God through unbelief. Understand this. This Jesus we're serving, this Jesus we're living for, he ate with the disciples. He cried with the disciples. He walked with the disciples. He laughed. He was moved. And guess what? He can relate to each and every one of us. He knows what you're going through. He knows what you're feeling. He knows what you're thinking. But yet, he's there for you to have victory in your situation. Are you excited about God getting ready to do greater things for you than you've ever seen or thought before? Let me just tell you, where God guides, he what? Provides. And I was in Texas, and my neighbor said, hey, I've got a bunch of airline tickets. Do you want them? Like, right, yes, I do. And she gave them to me. Airline tickets. Do you know how much flights cost? That's called rebuking the devourer for your sake. But, you know, I'm an evangelist, so wherever God sends me, I'm evangelizing. How many of you are evangelizing, telling people how to get saved, how to come out of darkness into light? There's a scripture in Acts 26, 18, and it says this. To turn people from darkness to light. How many of you feel that that's your mission? To turn people from darkness to light. From the power of Satan onto God. That they may receive the what? Forgiveness of sins and an inheritance amongst those that are sanctified by faith. God has got things prepared for us. We must work the work of the Lord while it is called today. One of the things it says, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Do the work of God. Do the will of God because you know he's coming. Some of the best advice I ever got was somebody telling me, oh, invest in this or do that. A lot of people are selling things that have no, no eternal value but you have the keys to eternal life. Go and share the gospel with someone because the Bible says every eye shall see him. John 14, 6 says, Jesus said, I'm the way. I'm the truth. No man comes to the Father but by me. Church, be excited about God because the Lord is coming. So bless the Lord. Can we shout hallelujah and glory to God? Amen. My time is up. I'm in overtime. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Pastor Gary. We're, we're about to uh, light the candles, but before we do that, um, I just wanted to uh, take some time to explain what the lights of each candle mean and give you an opportunity to respond um, uh, to Pastor Gary's message. So the light is the good news. You know, the light is the hope of Jesus that is in all of us. And the point is, is when we, when we pass that light on to someone else, then they have that light and they have that hope of Jesus inside of them. 
And so tonight, as we, we spread those lights um, amongst ourselves, let's also remember to do that once we leave this building, to spread those lights to those around us. Because, you know, the Bible talks about Jesus as being the light and the hope um, inside of us. But the thing is, there is no hope in Jesus without a repentance of sin. Hope is not an abstract term or, or thought or belief. We don't just say, hey, let's hope for tomorrow. No, hope is very concrete in Scripture. And it means, the hope of Jesus means that we have an opportunity to repent of our sins and receive forgiveness. And apart from that repentance and acceptance of Jesus' free gift, there is no hope for us to, in tomorrow. Because as we sin and as we're in unrepentant sin, we actually are sowing death and destruction into our physical bodies. That's the product of sin. It talks in Scripture about how the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So right now, I want to give you an opportunity to, uh, to end the enemy's uh, ability to steal, kill, and destroy uh, your life, to destroy um, all the good things that God has in store for you. Right now, if, if you are saying to yourself, you know, I have never... Oh, first, before I do that, every eye closed, every bow head and every eyes closed, eye closed. You say to yourself, I have never accepted Jesus before. I have, I have, I've heard the message before, but I have never had an opportunity to give my life over to Jesus. To say, Jesus, I am a sinner. I need forgiveness, and I want to make you Lord of my life, that you died on the cross and that you rose again on the third day. If that's you, please raise your hand right now. If you've never given your life over to Jesus, please raise your hand right now. And so if you, if you say to yourself, you know, I've given my life over to Jesus before, but I've fallen into sin. I've been doing things that I know I shouldn't. I've been doing things that I know are not right. If that's you this evening and you say, Lord, I want a new start. Lord, I want to recommit my life to you. Raise your hand right now. I see that hand. I see that hand. I see that hand. I see that hand. I see many hands. Thank you so much. So if you're one of those tonight, I'm going to give you an opportunity to say a prayer. So please repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I ask you back into my heart. Please forgive me of my sins. I am a sinner, and I want to repent right now. I want to give my life over to you because you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross and rise again on the third day. And I want to make him Lord of my life. And with your help, I want to do what is right. I want to follow what it says in your word all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. And one, amen. Give a hand clap. And I want to give one more opportunity. So let's close our eyes again. If you say to yourself, Lord, I've accepted you. Lord, 
I've done my best to live a good life, but Lord, I cannot forgive someone who has done wrong to me. I want you to raise your hand right now. Say, I want to forgive that person. I see those hands. Because I'll tell you, if you are in a state of unforgiveness, God can't bless you. It blocks your blessing. It blocks all the good things that God has for you. So if you just, you just keep those hands raised. If there's anyone else, please, this Christmas. Christmas is about a time of forgiveness. Christmas is about a time of hope. It's a time of love and compassion and starting anew and fresh. Thank you for those hands. So if you, if you raise your hand, please repeat after me. Say, dear Lord, right now I cannot forgive someone. But Lord, I just ask for your help. Give me the strength and the peace to be able to forgive that person. Lord, help me to walk in love and compassion for all those around me. And give everyone who, I, who has wronged me a new start and a fresh start, just like you have given to me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you so much. Right now, I'm going to ask Pastor Gary to come up and start light, light the candles. But first, can we have uh, the lights turned off? Can we get the lights off? Amen. Great job. Great job. Give yourselves a big hand. Come on, let's clap on to the Lord. Hallelujah. What, what has been done tonight is amazing. You're going to see the benefits and the blessings as we hold up the light. That light has been ignited in your heart, my heart, and we're going to do bigger and better and greater things for the Lord. Can I get an amen? Amen. When you cleanse your hearts from, as the Bible says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Jesus is the light of the world. The Bible says, let your light so shine amongst men that they may notice your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. We are walking in the light. Amen? Let us walk in the light. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright.
God. This is the reason why we serve the Lord. He's the light of our lives. God is so good to us. And the Bible says the half has not been told. The best is yet to come. I want to pray for you real quick. We've already prayed and accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior. We've repented of our sins. And the Bible says if anyone be in Christ, they're a new creature. Old things pass away. Behold, all things become new. Get ready for the new. God is going to do a new thing in your life. Just pray with me, if you will. Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father thank, you thank you for allowing me, for allowing to, me be to be in your presence. For in your presence, in your presence is, the is the fullness of joy. And at your right hand, right hand are pleasures forevermore. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. This night, this, night, this, day, this day, this moment, this hour, this second, you've written my name in the Lamb's book of life. And I look to see you, Lord, face to face. For your word says, the pure in heart will see God. And I thank you, Lord, that I look forward to the day that you'll say to me, well done, well done, well done. Well done. Thy good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of the Lord. I thank you, Lord, that your word says you were wounded for my transgressions. You were bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon you. And by your stripes, by your stripes, by your stripes, I am healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, shout on the Lord. Glory to God.